Okay, so just to recap the kind of main um, focus of this podcast, it's basically to teach you how to get results without hiding a coach, okay? So you'll see on social media all the time, okay, coaches putting out call to actions, work with me by applying or, you know, message of the, the word, whatever. Um, and it's obviously a marketing tactic by the coaches, et cetera, et cetera, to get you to sign up essentially because they're trying to get you to believe in their service and think that you need it um, to get the best results. Now, on the coaches' side here, um, I believe everyone will benefit from a coach if the coach is good. Absolutely, you're going to get faster results, you're going to get it easier, etc., etc. However, this podcast is not about that, and um, it's about how you, it's not about the coaches or me, etc. It's about how you can get results without a coach. Okay, so I'm going to give you five clear, quick steps. Okay, it's going to be short and sharp and get you straight to, and get straight to the point as always. Okay, <laughs> so first off, not everyone uh, needs a coach, um, but everyone would benefit from one. Simple as that, all right? But moving on. Here's some things you need to set up, I believe, if you want to get success on your own, okay? So number one is some sort of metrics, okay? So whatever goal your goal is, you need to be able to measure that M goal, okay? Because if you don't, what you're going to do is you're going to, you know, have motivation for a couple of weeks and then you're going to throw the towel in because there's no way of measuring if you're making progress. Are you going to the gym, you know, training, doing your steps, whatever it may be, um, and wasting time because you, you can't see the progress, okay? And that means you can't make changes and you become overwhelmed and you think, right, maybe... Maybe I do need a coach because you, because you don't know what you need to kind of track and how to measure it, okay? So first things first, we need some sort of med, uh, metrics put in place before we start that we can pro, um, measure. So that might be, you know, your weight on the scales. It might be um, photos before and afters, okay? Reference photos. It might be um, a certain pair of jeans that you put on that's too tight at the moment. Use that as a reference. And um, it may be, if it's a guy, for example, wanting to put on muscle, it might be like a t-shirt. Maybe it's getting tighter, your t-shirt, so it shows that you're kind of filling out a little bit more. and um, Stuff like that, okay? So... And that's what we can use as references. So weight, your weight on the scales, photos, clothes, how clothes fit, and you know what other people say. And in terms of oh, you're looking slimmer or you're looking bigger, whatever it may be, in terms of you know building muscle and your glutes are looking bigger. It could be measurements. It might be numbers in the gym. Okay, so what weight you're lifting, what load you're lifting, etc., etc. Okay, it might be videoing your load and you know seeing your technique or your range of motion or your confidence getting better. That's all signs of progress. Okay, but it needs to be. We need to have metrics put in place that we me measure and re-measure to make sure that we're making progress, okay? Because without that, like I said, you're going to be throwing the towel in fast as soon as you lose a little bit of motivation, thinking, right, I'm putting all this time, effort, and energy in. I'm getting no return, so why the hell am I doing this? So the number one thing is get that metrics put in place, okay? Number two is going to be minimum and maximum standards, okay? So what this basically means is a minimum workout you're going to commit to per week and a maximum. So we want to make it realistic, okay? So don't go in if you've not really trained much in the last few months and say, I'm going to smash six workouts a week. Not practical, not realistic, okay? So the minimum might be, you know, two workouts per week and the maximum might be four workouts per week in one run, okay? And what that's going to allow you to do, you know, in weeks where you're really, really busy, you're overwhelmed, you're stressed, you've got stuff going on in the background of your life, etc., you can be like, right, I usually throw in the towel here and go off track for months, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to do what Ian said and stick to my minimum standards this week, and I'm going to get two workouts in this week, okay? And for this week alone, this is going to be, you know, satisfactory, and I can push towards my three or my four workouts next week if I feel a little bit better. And then maybe next week when you've got a little bit um, less stress, etc., you can be, you know what, I'm going to push the boat, boat out here, and I'm going to try and get towards four workouts here, okay? That makes it realistic. You're going to be able to stick to it for longer, etc., etc., okay? It might even be calories you do this with, okay? It might be like, you know, 2,100 calories on, or, you know, days where you feel really good, etc. You've got plenty of energy. It might be 2,400 calories on days where you don't have as much energy, you know, you're hungry, etc. So you might have a little bit of bandwidth to play with there. 
But the key here is being, you know, consistent um, long-term for long-term success. You don't get results from phenomenal weeks. You get results from average to good weeks, compounded week upon week upon week with a, the odd phenomenal week thrown in there, okay? <laughs> Number three is basically going to be plan for training, okay? So you need a training plan. You need to know what you're going to be doing in the gym. So that doesn't mean go and get one from a coach. It might just be, you know, writing one up yourself. Okay, it might be grabbing one from the internet. It's better than nothing, okay? It's not ideal, of course, but it's better than nothing. Um, and the thing here is because if you go into the gym, especially if you're not that confident in the gym, you're going to go in and think, right, what I'm going to do? And you're going to walk in, it's going to be busy, it's going to be overwhelming, and you're probably going to do a U-turn and walk straight back out. So what to do is just have a plan, you know, that day, have at least four exercises that you know you're going to go in and do, maybe even substitutes if someone's on them at that time. And then what you can do then is you can walk into the gym and be like, right, you know, someone's on um, the pull-up machine right now, or assisted pull-up, I'm going to do a lap pull-down instead. Why? Because it's the same movement. Okay, so just having that in place is going to reduce your overwhelm and make it more realistic for you longer term, okay? And also just having a plan of what you're going to do in the gym as well, just so you're more productive and efficient with your time. So when you're going in, you're there at work, you're not there to kind of waste time at all, and you're in and out. It's going to keep your motivation higher. Number four, I would say, is accountability, okay? So you, obviously a coach would provide that, but we're talking about no coaches here. So what I recommend doing is getting a friend that will call you out on your bullshit, essentially, okay? So not a friend that's going to make you, you know, skip the gym to go to Miel's when it's sunny. Um, if anyone's not from Vernes, Miel's is an ice cream shop. So, like, for example, if you got, like, you know, it's fine to do that now and again, I guess. But, like, you know, just don't have a friend that's going to, like, you know, encourage you to cave in and go to the cinema or, you know, go for food, etc. Instead of going to the gym when your goal at the moment and you're, you're really wanting to kind of, like, get a certain standard or result don't have a friend that's going to keep you accountable to do that have a friend that's going to you know call you to higher standards basically a friend where you're kind of like a bit on edge to even you know put that across as a suggestion so i used to train with callum a lot he would never say to me do you want to go for an ice cream instead and i'd never say to him because it's just the standards we've got and it's like i don't want him to show i don't want to show him that that's you know what i'm thinking he doesn't want to show me that okay it's a bit it's almost a bit of an ego thing probably but Again, it helps us stay, helped us then stay accountable as such. Um, so you just make sure whoever's going to keep you accountable and you're going to go to the gym with, that they complement your goal and not complicate it, okay? Um, and lastly is going to be number five. It's going to be a direction, okay? A vision of your end goal. What does it look like? So you get to your end goal when you can deadlift what number, okay? When you look like what in the mirror or, you know, when you get to close size what, etc., etc. Have an end goal because if you just say, I'm going to go to the gym to tone up a little bit. You can't measure that. Okay. It might even be getting to a certain weight on those scales. Okay. But you have to be careful with that. Obviously, a lot of people fall into the habit of getting obsessed, but that's a topic for another day. But it might be getting to a certain number on the scales. It might be to, you know, f so you're confident enough to wear that bikini in your holiday, which is in August or whatever it is. It might be a case of so you can hit thrust a certain number, but you need to have a, a clear and concise number to hit so you can basically measure and monitor your success and analyze it at the end. Okay, so I want to keep this short and sharp for seven minutes in. I don't want it to go over eight and a half minutes. So how to get results without a coach? Number one, have metrics. Okay, so things you need to measure progress. So it might be weight, photos, clothes, etc., etc. Okay, weights lifted in the gym. Number two is going to be minimum, maximum standards. So when you're busy versus when you're not busy. So you don't think, you know what, I can't do it this week. I'm a failure. You've got minimum standards. When you're overwhelmed, you can do go off your minimum standards. And when you're not stressed, you can go towards your maximum standards. And if there's a workouts, in terms of calories, etc., etc., And you can do that with steps as well. Okay, When you're too busy at work, you might go 7,000 steps. When you're not busy, you might go 11,000 steps. Okay, It's just giving that a little bit of leeway there and make it more sustainable. 
Number three is have a plan for in the gym. Don't go in, you know, not knowing what you're doing. Just write something on the notes, notes in your phone half an hour before, whatever you need to do. Obviously, a training program is going to be better, but um, that is the kind of the minimum you need, okay? Never go in not having a plan in your head or at least written down. Number four is going to be accountability. Get not just any friend, a friend that's going to hold you to higher standards and that's going to keep you more accountable um, longer term, which is going to build more momentum. Therefore, you're going to get a lot more results quicker and easier as well. And lastly, number five, you need an end goal and you need to remember, you need to know why you're getting there, okay? So, for example, I want to, you know, get to close size 12, for example, okay? Why? Because I want to be able to go on a holiday, you know, wear that outfit that makes me, wear my favorite um, dress, for example, and that's going to make me feel confident, happy, and proud on holiday, and I'm also going to be confident enough to wear a bikini on the beach. That is a why behind the goal, as opposed to, I just want to get more toned. You need to know the why behind it so you know it kind of keeps you accountable pulls you in more and you can push on further from there last a little bit though just remember um before i kind of bounce off here you don't have to be perfect okay you do not have to be perfect you just need to be consistent you're going to be have days where you have bad days etc but do not throw in the towel you simply reset and get back on track the next day and reduce that overwhelm okay also remember everyone is nervous in the gym even i've been to the gym thousands of times when I go into a commercial gym, I still get nerves every single time I go in because I'm like, who's going to be there, etc., etc. okay? So it's completely normal. And remember, not many people know what they're doing, so don't stress if you don't. And it's more impressive to see someone doing a lift with good form than it is with heavyweight and bad form. Okay, so let's drop the ego. Remember, you don't have to be perfect. You just have to show up as much as you can, and you'll be absolutely smashing it from there. If you need any help, don't hesitate to give me a message though, just questions on Instagram and I'll reply to you as soon as I can.